0: Okay, so today I want to talk a little bit about perfectionism. I know for myself and a lot of my clients, we um, tend to really want to get things just right, to have them just a certain way, and really perfectionism seems to be a common theme that comes up a lot for both the people that I speak with, the people that I work with, and for myself. So this is a major thing when it comes to looking at stress in your life and how that stress is impacting your gut. Perfection, having to get things just right creates so much extra and really, truly unnecessary stress in our lives. And um, it really is one of those beliefs and one of those thought patterns that we can work with in such a big way and really move past to where things Don't always have to be perfect. You know, I think for a lot of us, we still want things to be in place and organized and feel like we're on top of what's going on around us. But there is a level of acceptance that can happen where things maybe are just good enough and where we learn to discern between what's important and what we really need to put our attention into and the things that are standing in the way of us getting what we want, you know, where we're putting too much attention, doing things, trying to get things too, um, perfect where it just is really interfering with our ability to feel relaxed, um, really enjoy our lives, be present and those kind of things. So, um, like I said, this is something that I really struggled with and in no way have I got this down, completely mastered, but I do know that I've taken steps and I have practices in my life that now are really helping me to not, um, put as much attention to these things that don't really matter, that aren't necessary. Um, so the thing with perfectionism is that nothing is actually perfect and nothing will ever be perfect. So understanding that when we want things to be perfect, we are setting ourselves up for something that is not achievable. It's not realistic, and we're setting ourselves up for failure. Really, so if you resonate with this, I think this is such an important message and such an important thing to look at. You know, these limiting beliefs, these thoughts and beliefs that come up repetitively in our lives, um, and lead to habits around around. Um, you know whether it's food, whether it's lifestyle, whatever it is for you that you feel like you need to have so things in such a perfect order um, when when this is something that you're that you're struggling with and that you're allowing to take up time and energy in your life it really can interfere with your ability to heal because of the stress. you know first of all we want to get things just perfect with how we're doing our healing, but second of all, you know, also with career or parenting or in our relationships or around our house, you know, your house is never going to be perfectly clean, and when it is, it's going to get messed up again, so it's going to become imperfect again, you know, so again, thinking about this in a way that that just knowing that nothing is perfect, We cannot achieve perfection. And when we set ourselves up to try and achieve perfection, we are really setting ourselves up for failure. So I think just acknowledging that this is such a big thing in our, in so many of our lives. I mean, so many people struggle with this and say, you know, well, this is just my personality. And yeah, we may have more tendencies towards wanting things to be in order, wanting things to be a certain, a certain way, But there is a balance for each of us and working with stress and working with, um, you know, being present in the moment and really allowing things to be as they are and we can do what we can that makes sense without impacting our daily life and without impacting our ability to enjoy our lives because we're trying to get things so perfect. So I think it's a really important thing to think about, and I want you to know that there are practices for moving past it, and I have seen that in my own life, but I also see it with my clients, and these things are all intertwined with food sensitivities and um, the symptoms that you're dealing with because stress immediately impacts the gut. It's such a direct connection. It impacts your vagus nerve, which is the connection, the major highway between your gut and your brain. Um, and also that nerve controls your ability to be in a rest and digest state versus a heightened state. So if you can get into that state where you can, where you can rest and relax and be present and really let, it's called the parasympathetic nervous system, really let that, that parasympathetic system take over versus being in that heightened state, you will also be able to better digest your food because that is the state you need to be in to digest your food. So other ways that stress impacts the gut, it impacts the intestinal lining and allows larger food particles, unwanted toxins, things that shouldn't be in our bloodstream. It allows those into our bloodstream Um, and that is one mechanism by which you can acquire new food sensitivities. So you may be struggling with, with some food sensitivities and some symptoms, but if that intestinal lining continues to be damaged more and more, the, um, likelihood that you'll have more food sensitivities over time is much higher because foods are getting in large food particles are getting into that, into the bloodstream that shouldn't be there. Um, stress also impacts the good and bad bacteria in the gut. So if you've heard, um, talks about the microbiome and how we need to have a balance between the good and bad bacteria, not allowing the bad bacteria to take over stress directly impacts that as well and can allow the bad bacteria to take over. So keeping your stress in check and really looking at these limiting beliefs, these things that are holding us back. And keeping us stuck from healing is super important. So if perfectionism is something that you resonate with, that you feel like you strive to get things just right, to have them in a certain order, and it's really hard for you to let something be, I totally relate. I totally get it. And um, yeah, I think it's just really encouraging and that we need to hear when we're in that place. For me, I really needed to hear there are things you can do to work with this and to allow your stress to be less, to really minimize some of that unnecessary stress around this major limiting belief. So if you're interested in in learning more about what I do to um, work with food sensitivities, I, I really take a holistic approach where we are looking at stress, we're looking at your food as well, of course, what triggers you, what serves you well with lifestyle, what triggers you, what serves you well, and really learning to listen to what your body needs. So that takes being present in that moment, really tuning in, what does my body need right now, listening to the messages, aka the symptoms, sensations, feelings, you know, trusting your body, all of those things, listening and working with those things. And, um, yeah, in the training, I dive into all of that and, and more. So if you're interested in kind of learning more about how to take control of your food sensitivities, I'm going to link that video below. And, um, I'd love for you to watch it and let me know your thoughts, reach out with questions. Um, and yeah, I'll look forward to seeing you again soon.